Welcome to Unwritten, the only podcast to be ranked 700th on Apple Podcasts. The only one. It's the only one. I've never heard of any others. I know. Every week we discuss the latest episode of MTV's new reboot of the classic reality show. This week was the kind of penultimate episode. Penultimate. It's a double. Is that a real word or did I just make that up? Yeah, it's the episode before the end. Oh, yeah. So there was one. It's the ultimate end. Yeah, there was the penultimate and ultimate. So I was kind of right, sort of. It was a double feature. Double feature. picture show. So we have a lot to go over, but before we do that, let's get to introductions. Across the table from me is Megan Shea. Hi, my name's Megan, and I'm just a normal zebra with stripes. That's a really good one. Just regular. They're not blurring. (laughs) Yeah, there's no weird metaphors. Just a regular zebra doing its thing. And beside Megan, we have Jessica Glang. Hi, my name's Jess, and my favorite console of all time is the Dreamcast. And I am Patrick O'Rourke, Spencer Pratt's personal tech advisor. He always tweets me for information about the latest iPhones when I go to Apple events, but he didn't this time. He's so, been silent wow. this week, and I think he has we will. Been. We'll talk about it. Maybe he's under some sort of sanctioned silence. Yes. You know, potentially for some bigger announcement. That possibly. He can come, yeah. Possibly a ceasefire. He could have a lot of deadlines too because he's a Cosmo journalist. Yeah, so. he could be like. We've like, all uh, been there. Yeah. Maybe we could also say that we're all exhausted. We we're, are. We're all tired boys. Yeah, we we're, we're sleepy boys, but you know what? We're going to bring energy and we're going to do our best, but slurring, missed words, it might happen this Making week. Making up words, penultimate. <laughs> yeah, we'll just be on our JB vibes. So we have birthdays this week. People were born. We do. Like, I'm so glad. Actually, yeah, people were born since last week, but I had missed it. And I was like, oh, I missed that birthday. Anyway. So the first birthday is for Tyler, who is turning 39. Hope you enjoyed your prime rib dinner. Super gels. Happy birthday, Tyler. Happy birthday, Tyler. And shout out to Via as well. Long time listener. Yeah, long time listener, long time follower. Really appreciate it. Yeah, we really appreciate the listens. It keeps us at 700. And other birthdays, Sheila, my good friend, turned 29. Happy birthday. Yeah. It's a big birthday. We went on the boat last week. That was really fun. Ooh, a boat. Yeah. We was went that on with the, boat. The, the boat with the sea pupper? Uh, with, yeah, with the sea pupper. There was a sea pupper. Um, it's owned by an Italian man named Paolo. He knows the seas quite well. It's a good time. All seven of them? All, all seven of the seas in Toronto. All the coasts. <laughs> Every coast. All, all of Lake Ontario. From coast to coast all to coast. Lake Ontario. Yeah. You're supposed to say that now when you say coast to coast. You're Are supposed you? to be like... Coast to coast to coast. Because we apparently have three. And I like what? I actually asked someone about How that. How is there three coasts? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not oh, a, I'm not no. a seafarer. I feel like I'm coast to lover. coast to coast is something some persnickety male journalist would yeah, say. I, think so. it's I like, actually agree with it's that. It's like in their bio, their Twitter yeah. bio or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. I've explored coast to coast to coast of Canada. Yeah. And like also the PM says it. So I I asked someone one day, I don't remember who it was, and I was like, Why does everyone see, keep saying coast to coast to coast? I don't like it. It's too many coasts. And they're like, oh, because it's like also the Atlantic. And I was like, what? No, Doesn't the Atlantic was always This seems wrong. This yeah, all they were seems one wrong of the coasts. Okay, who else's birthday was it? Okay, last one is Harry, who is the same age as me, 27. Thanks for catching up, bruh. He turned 27 a few weeks ago, but we celebrate his birthday late. So. We also <laughs> have a special guest this week that some people might hear occasionally. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> he's, just uh, he's here, he's rip roaring. We have another special guest. It's um, oh my god, the rescue wolf from last week, uh, Tennessee. 
has has made his first appearance and uh obviously the second you ignore someone and have to do something important yes. is when things get a little wiry he so. just pulled a couple plates to the ground he's now partying with them he's just a small small party party boy um so welcome to the podcast tennessee i got the plate away we're good. We're good. So there's no tweets from Spencer this week, which we alluded to earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's a ceasefire or the kind of drama with uh, Whitney, where she says she's no longer doing her YouTube show because all the cast is mad at her. Maybe they've both decided not to comment on each episode, though he still does his Cosmo recap. He didn't tweet about anything during the episode. Not a single tweet. Not one. He did retweet things fans of the show were saying. Uh-huh. So no tweets from Spencer this week. Hopefully when season two rolls around, there'll I be more. I just think his phone was taken away because he was going to talk too much about season two. And Could so, be. Yeah. Yeah. Comms just took it. Like they do that to, they do that to Donald Trump sometimes. They just told him to just stop. Take it. <laughs> so the first scene that we have is at Society Kitchen and it's Brody and Spencer chilling for what they claim is the first time in 10 years they're hanging out on their own there's like yeah no other cast members around no parties no alcohol no after parties no scene just them which i think is in my opinion a sign of a true friendship when you're just willing to go grab a coffee with someone it doesn't need to involve drinking or i mean it's nice to have a glass of wine with a friend but i think it's just a sign of a true friendship to be like just want to meet for a coffee and talk i thought it was like it was cool to see them hanging out again like they used to on the original yeah those. i'm really yeah. happy that they're hanging out again like and, and yeah and i agree with you that it's just like oh they don't and i guess it was them trying to reconcile without the lubrication of alcohol <laughs> that's good that's good, good <laughs> that's way, a good to way of saying it yeah <laughs> so brody are. got his ma- matcha latte yes which i think is a very brody drink it is very brody. totally and then Spencer got his double espresso. Yeah. And uh, he just goes hard right away. Yeah. He's an intense boy. Like he's the one that's going to have shots, you know, first and encouraging everyone. So he's going to go for the most amount of caffeine. He, he did like that one time when they had the party too. He he was like the one ordering shots as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one always like drinking tequila on a Tuesday and like bringing in bottles. Totally. Yeah. So I think the only thing that really comes out of this um, beyond them just broing down and hanging out like friends is uh, Brody claims that his relationship with Caitlyn is solid. Yeah, I mean, this is the whole, this, these two episodes just really kind of go through breaking down what it means to truly be married and their relationship. And it's also interesting. We always talk about the quantum wall, about what's happening in real life. And like this whole thing is really validating that they're truly in a, in a relationship. And I find it so interesting because you're looking at all of these different types of couples and everyone is so judgy and so interested in dissecting like what makes a true relationship. Yeah. Is that like one of the themes of of the season? Yeah, this was a very philosophical episode because it was very much, yeah, like what it means to be in a relationship, what it means to like be like have true friendships and be in love or whatever. But yeah, like as we'll talk about later, this was a very judgmental episode from some. And yeah, uh, yeah and I just, I, I think we should leave it at that before we get into other things. But um, 
what was funny about this part was Spencer being like, so what's going on with you and Caitlin yeah. and him just like trying to like annoy him. And Brody is like, let me tell you something about marriage. It is like, or just let me tell you something, even though Spencer's been married for like 10 years. But, but I think that's the hard thing yeah. is that this is a time in like their fr- friendship and in their lives of all of these individuals where they're at different stages and want yeah. different things out of relationships. And everyone is just trying to prove that their way is legitimate. And it just sucks to be in friendships where you have to be so defensive about who you are and that my relationship is valid or like I'm, and I think every single character kind of goes through that in this, in this, uh, in these two seasons, in these two episodes, sorry. They really talk about it later too, once we get to the fun times at the the castle like cottage and stuff like that. Yeah, the ultimate after the penultimate. Oh, yes. Perfect. (laughs) Um, So then next we move to clothing shopping. At Ron Herman. Ron Herman. Yeah. So, so is that just, a well-known? Yeah, just a it shop. Okay. It's like a shop that a lot of women hit up. So it's a a known a known shopping spot. And, and that's Heidi, Adrena, and Misha, and they're looking for what they're going to wear to Heidi and Spencer's vow renewal. Yeah. So um, they. What I found interesting because Ron Herman is kind of known for that like typical LA look. Like you can get you know like that the lot of sweatpants that you're. Yep. pairing with little tees like that that's kind of what was a little victoria's secret pink type of thing yeah or? like that that were maybe victoria's secret pink would have been inspired by like that that look kind of came out of ron herman you i know? see this on the cover of us weekly frequently this look you're speaking of yeah yeah it's like we the off the du- i call it the off-duty look and oh that's good yeah you might like have that. heard my little munchkin my wolf that i adopted coyote boy uh ruffling around he's now no longer in the room he yes. got he couldn't behave himself <laughs> he was um, just too hyped for the pod he was so hyped he's, he's like, already our number one fan he's our biggest fan but um now that i have a little coyote i want a lot more of that ron herman look I got to go out with him all the time. I think that's fair. Yeah. I was into like the things they ultimately picked. I love how it was supposed to be kind of a light, airy wedding where people felt comfortable. And I was like, you know what? For like a 10-year vow renewal, which the episode sets up for, that's totally appropriate and very spidey. So the next thing um, is probably my favorite scene from this episode. Yes. And the reason why it's my favorite, and I'm glad Jessica noticed this as well, is Brandon is wearing a Sega Dreamcast sweater. I did have to rewind it. I was like, wait, is he wearing oh, a Dreamcast sweater? I rewound it twice, <laughs> yeah, and then I, I stopped I it, it, and I took a screenshot because I wanted to know for sure that it was a Dreamcast yeah. sweater. So I have so many questions. One, like- Was he even he, born? I don't. I, I We should have calculated that, <laughs> yeah. but like, was he a Dreamcast fan? Does he know what a Dreamcast is? Has he played Sonic Adventure? Sonic Adventure. Oh, I can't. I like like total tangent. I like memorized the song before you could like Google the lyrics. Oh, I listen to it all the time. Sonic um, Adventure. I can get both of you guys kind of like re like vintage Dreamcast sweatshirts for around forty five bucks. That would like, be amazing. Oh my god, I would love that. It's just it's like forty five retail off the internet's. Yeah. That so, would be is that so something sick. that you'd be interested that I would be very I would interested. be very interested. That actually is my favorite console. It was like the first I, I think it was the first to offer internet access, right? Yeah. Um yeah. I think there was ones before, but it was like the first to offer it right out of the box. Like it had a fifty six K modem built into it. Yeah. It was like way ahead of its time in a bunch of different ways. Only around for a very brief brief period. Sega killed it, I think, after I know. two or three years. Sad and brief. Marvel versus Capcom was a banger. So, solid fighting game. Yeah. So we'll we'll stop. I was hype about that though. (laughs) (laughs) We'll stop nerding out about the Dreamcast, but I thought it was very, very interesting. I would love to like tweet him and ask him why he was wearing that. 
But I also thought that Tommy Lee was going to appear. Oh, okay. The whole time, the way they set it up, though, was I think it was just the one thing that could potentially pique our interest was the fact that Tommy Lee, it's like, well, Brandon's breaking up with Ashley. We None of us really were that, you know, committed to this. We weren't. It, it's not like, oh, I really put all of my cash on that one. I thought it was going to last forever. Um, I was just you know we talked about this yeah and we kept doing they kept doing a lot of cuts so we were like the next scene we're gonna see bobby lee he's gonna come out bobby lee bobby lee we said it we said we were tired it's a different lee (laughs) the right lee the brand brandon lee's dad yeah just call brandon lee's dad instead of tommy lee Um, but i saw the two drinks right like i i was i would like have bet money on the fact that he was gonna show up and he didn't yeah and the way they even set it up with he was like like talking about his dad while holding the tea and they even cut to a tabloid one of those fake tabloid headlines that they had finally made up um i will say though it sounds it's it's so tough because like obviously we weren't there with all of the behind the scenes in this feigned Holly, Hollywood reality show, but it sounds like Ashley just really didn't make any effort to empathize and like you don't need to have a massive feud with a parent for someone to just be like, hey, I'm there for you. Like this is obviously yeah. really tough. It's just like having parents. Shouldn't you just know what it's like? Yeah, I think he just wanted her to acknowledge what he was going through. Um, and in a way, like, give him a little bit of space, right? Like, that's kind of what Brandon was saying. He just needed space to figure this out. Uh, and she wasn't cool with giving him that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he even said, like, I, like this wasn't the outcome that he wanted. He wanted her to just acknowledge, like, his pain. And yeah, what he, he, did, going he did through. want to break up. Yeah, but you could even see in her reaction. I'm always wondering every time I watch these shows, like, how much of it is scripted and how much of it is This planned. seemed real. Like, seemed she seemed real. actually pissed. Yeah, she what did she say? Bad. He should get... Uh, so she said, "You're literally, you're literally like the best actor, and you should get a Grammy." But isn't a Grammy? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, because I, so that I was my actually next was because it's I, iconic. Going back to how all of us are kind of, it's so boring to say we're tired, but we're we're not our best selves today. And I wrote in my notes because I watched this pretty late to be prepared. He should get a Grammy. And as we were, as I was referencing my notes, I'm like, was I tired? And did I write Grammy wrong? No, no. you were <laughs> totally right. She's become an icon now, though. It's like, it's like been gift. On the internet. Really, yeah, yeah, it's been gift. There are some really amazing, dramatic uh, Grammy winners, though, like Celine Dion. That's true. Yeah, I guess he would be in her ranks. And I would love to be in Celine so, Dion's ranks. Uh, also, an actor could win a Grammy, right? Like, he could be an actor and yeah. a musician and like at the, the same time. If you're very versatile. So maybe that's what she was oh, saying. Oh, yeah, that He's guy. He's so versatile. That awful, that one, that awful, oh, man, I just went right for it. Um, That movie with Lady Gaga. Uh, a Star is Born? Yeah. Bradley, Bradley Cooper? Cooper. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, man, that was just the... like, I just like. A lot of over the edge. A lot of masculine (laughs) energy with that one. (laughs) That one set me off. His accent, which is kind of akin to. I've been been watched it. Should I watch it? Is it like so Uh, bad that I should see it? I would watch it more for the pop culture context. Can you watch it and just tell me what you thought of the movie? Yeah, I watched it on the plane. It was on the plane, and it was like (sighs) three in the morning. It's a great plane movie if it's three in the morning. I couldn't sleep. I was thinking about watching it, but I didn't. What did you watch? Instead, I watched a movie. No, it's uh, a, it's where I always watch like the surfer oh, so, film. So I watched a movie about a single mom dealing with her daughter who wants to become a juggalo. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, it's it was it what was it was real, and it was wait, actually wait, pretty good, and I enjoyed a, it. Is it a documentary? No, it's, it's just a, uh, it's, <laughs> it's just a movie. <laughs> no, and there's like scenes with juggalos and like. 
There's a uh, Fago in it. It's, I'm it's crying. Great. I'm it's crying. awesome. I'm um, crying. What? So, um, what was it called? And if you don't remember, can you tell us what happens at the we end? We got to put it in the show notes. <laughs> I, I can't tell you. You have to watch it. Um, I'm going to watch it. But I do not remember the name of it. Does it take place in Detroit or <laughs> Buffalo? Buffalo, New York? I hope it's Buffalo. <laughs> I think it's Buffalo, New York. <laughs> the juggalo capital of the world. I think I think that is a thing. I probably read about it in Vice magazine. I'm sure. Yeah. This what a subculture. <laughs> so, like we thought we were in a subculture talking about a very niche reality TV. Yeah. But you might have talked about the most niche movie plot line that I, I think could so, actually yeah. think that of. That really it. threw me for a loop. I, I gotta look up what it what Can it's I called? just like to go back in time and just say one thing? Imagine one of us was like, I'm working on a screenplay. <laughs> Just in the middle, and just, this is what it was. Yeah, and I, I know we were just like talking, and it was, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm working on a screenplay, and it's about this girl that wants to be a juggalo." So, like, are you serious? The movie is called The movie's called Family. Came out in 2008. Oh my um, god! Features Taylor Schilling, uh, oh, Tate Taylor McKinnon. Schilling. Oh. So there's like real big name, or like well known actors in this. C to D, uh, C to D list. C, sure, okay, C maybe. Okay. But there's, there's actors in it that are known. Right? <laughs> You're validating them up from a D to a C. I I liked it. It was a good movie, man. No, those that's what planes are for, if they're for anything at all. So, do you know what every juggalo needs? <laughs> what? what? I what think you that? know. No, no idea. An ND mattress. True. Andy's award-winning mattress has changed the way Canadians sleep. They're engineered to offer the perfect balance of comfort and support and are also designed to relieve pressure points, eliminate motion transfer, and release body heat faster than conventional foam. Our VIP promo code for Unwritten is HILLS50, and as you may have already guessed, that gives you $50 off a mattress. I think that was my best best like best good, segue yet. Right? None of us expect that. Yeah, you know, I, I had one written down related to Sega Dreamcast, but you know when inspiration strikes, you kind of yeah. have to. When juggalos come in, you have to just. When, when you start, I, I have a question. How many um, ND mattresses do you think we've sold? Well, I think we're gonna sell a ton to juggalos now. <laughs> yeah. Also, I can't believe Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black. Yeah, you're looking at it right, like it's a real what movie. <laughs> what a movie! I can't wait. Wow. So moving on from Jugglos and ND mattresses, uh, we have Caitlin and Whitney at the Sun Cafe. Yes, they are. Um, it's actually um, now moving on to like more serious conversation. So the Sun Cafe, great vegan restaurant, four point five stars on Yelp. I actually feel like it would be a really nice place if you needed to have a deep girlfriend conversation. It looked like a great restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is where we get a little deeper. So Caitlin and Whitney are talking and Whitney does um, give some news that she had a miscarriage and she's kind of a little bit torn about it. She was surprised that she was pregnant and then is kind of grappling with different feelings about, you know, we weren't necessarily ready. And yeah, I mean, that was definitely a deep girlfriend conversation yeah i know i will say like even after watching that i was like the show has really been frank about like issues of addiction and um like the realities of motherhood the feelings you go through and the fact that it's not all just like amazing and like you're supposed to be perfect all the time and watching that was actually like pretty hard because like when she was doing you know her like the side interview and she was crying and it's like oh this is like she's like talking so frankly about it and all those feelings it was like like it was so hard and we weren't ready but like I was relieved but then I felt guilty and all those things that happened with it 
And it was just like, it was just good to see someone talk so frankly about it because it also means that other people can, like they can have the words or the voice to also talk about if they're going through something similar. I thought it was cool to see how supportive Timmy was of what she yeah. was going through as well. Um, and he, was, he wasn't like passing off her feelings. He was like validating everything she was saying, which I think was... Um, it was really cool to see, but also like indicative of their relationship and how close they are to one yeah, another. Yeah, there's a lot of trust there and a lot of support. And yeah, I super appreciate it. I just think it shows how far reality TV has come and that the themes that kind of matter right now around where we are with what women have, the decisions that women have to face and like the different pressures that you have. And also some things that maybe women kind of keep close and private and it's helpful to have people to talk about it with yeah imagine talking about mental health on a reality show five years ago it just wouldn't happen yeah yeah there'd be more like villainized yeah um like not not that what whitney went through is a mental health issue at Mm -hmm. all but like just more like deep things about life and like things that are outside the box like that so pretty cool so moving on from that um this is a pretty brief scene but i know there's a few things we wanted to talk about with it um and it's brody and caitlin packing for the kind of like I guess you would call it like a weekend away, the the summer the summer camp. Uh, the, Heidi, the wedding summer camp. The wedding summer camp <laughs> yes. Heidi and Spencer have set up. Um, and Caitlin doesn't want to go. She's not interested in going. You know what? We've all been in relationships where our significant other drags us to a place and it's not going to be our favorite thing. But typically all of that bullying rhetoric is just stuff that's in your head and you're like, oh, I just don't get along with those people as well. But people truly have been talking about her. So I kind of get why that wouldn't be her favorite thing to pack up and go and do. Yeah, I I agree with that. Uh, she was like, at first I was, I was like, oh, like, you know, like I know Brody's really excited because he wants to hang out with Spencer. It's his first time really connecting and like it's a really good moment for him. He to, wants like, to support them too, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. It's his like, he has to be part of like the group a little bit, hang out with his boys. But like, yeah, I understand why Caitlin wasn't, totally um interested and then we find out of course later why that is she yeah. was not gaslighting or she, no. she was not gaslighting herself <laughs> yep and uh their pup their puppy chewy it was it chewy or chewy yeah i, I was un- unclear yeah because it was like first he said chewy though. and then he said chewy and i was like huh He's i wrote like, down chewy with a question mark in my notes yeah he was chewy? a cute boy you wrote down chewy but with a question mark i yeah. wrote down <laughs> chewy with a question mark <laughs> <laughs> i wrote chewy wasn't invited but it could have been Chewy too, because I actually questioned myself yeah. just as much as I questioned if it was a Grammy or an Oscar. Brody did say that as they were leaving. Oh, Chewy, you're not invited. It's got to be Chewy. No one would name their dog Chewy. Yeah, maybe it's the Chewy. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Shoo shoo. On the actual <laughs> podcast recording, it probably just it sounds like we're all saying Chewy over and over yeah. again, and not Chewy. <laughs> um. So then. They're at the actual mansion, and we have Spencer, Heidi, Justin, Bobby, Lindsay, of course, mm-hmm. who now seems like a regular cast member on the show. Good for um, her. Yeah, and and Stephanie. Yeah, she hustled her way in there, which I absolutely would if I could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to respect. I want to be hustle. a regular. So the castle is what I'm going to call it—the mansion that they're staying at. It kind of looks like a castle, like it has yeah. a turret. I'll say that. It has I- a turret. Yeah, it's got like this little spire coming out of the middle of it. What I just thought about was it was like setting up for murder mystery, like clue. And it would be so fun if all of your friends were going to meet up in a mansion and everyone was going to stay somewhere and like just drink and then fight. (laughs) That is is the best description. (laughs) 
<laughs> I thought it was like Clue, though. I'm like, who's, uh, you know, yeah. Mrs. Peacock? So, who's the baddie? Someone was going to kill someone in the mansion and they're going to have to solve a mystery. Yeah. yeah. We all know it would be Steph Pratt. Steph Pratt. <laughs> We'd be like, hmm, I wonder who it was. <laughs> Steph Pratt killed Adrena in the backyard with a wine glass. Yeah, that's she pretty just shanked her. Yeah, <laughs> the same Where's one. My apology. <laughs> it was the same wine glass that exploded in my hand on an on an earlier episode. Of course, it's um, healing. It everyone, is, everyone is, is, is healing. healing. I, I almost have full range of motion of my hand, which is which is great. The things you do for to be the top seven hundredth <laughs> podcast in the world. It's, it's an honor and a privilege. <laughs> And then, so Justin, Bobby, and Lindsay aren't there right away. They show up a little later, uh, and they hang out with Heidi and Spencer, which is kind of nice. Yeah, that was an interesting part because we get, of course, with every Hills episode, it's like, are you boyfriend and girlfriend? Are you labeling yeah, it? it? We have to label it. We have to talk about it. We have to define it. It's yeah. labeled now too, right? Well, According it's loosely, it's loosely labeled. I have labeled that in my by pending. W- one person involved in the relationship. I mean, at that's least. the hardest thing about a relationship is when it's loosely labeled. Yeah, I mean, she kind of just like went in and was like. Like, yeah, I call, I've been calling you my boyfriend. It was like, nobody talked about this, but like, all right. But what the other guys were saying was like, that's what you have to do with Justin Bobby. You just kind of make the choice that he goes along with it. Can I say a quick side happened, story that this just reminded yeah, yeah. me of? So I went to a university in Montreal and there in my third year, I was just hanging out with this guy that I thought was like cool, but I wasn't interested in him. And we would just do like normal things. I don't know. Like I wasn't leading him on in any way. It was just like normal things like, oh, do you want to go grab a drink or just like hang out with a group of people? And then eight months later, he's like, I thought we were dating. What? He's like, but I thought this was stuff. just like a build up you being my girlfriend. <laughs> For eight like, months? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I just thought you were one of the crew. And then, you know. Did he say something at like the Like, we had never mark? once, like, touched or anything. <laughs> wow. That is a great side note. That yeah, is side and, note. I, and I just found it really strange because I, I didn't really get that vibe. What, what if he's listening right now? I don't think he's listening. But we're the, in the top 700. If you're listening, Phil, um, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I hope you're doing well. I'm sure he's doing great. I'm yeah. sure he's doing great. He's probably married and has seven children. Like, who knows? 700 children. <laughs> 700. 700 podcast children. <laughs> so I think the only other thing from this scene that I want to mention is Justin Bobbyism. Yes. The yeah. Justin Bobbyism was, he said he's... He was surprised. I mean, he. We met his father last episode. I I understand, but his Hell's Angels biker dad. Yeah, and he said he's a zebra. He's a zebra that's running, but with blurry stripes or something like that. Has the zebra lost its stripes? He's basically running, and they're blurry. Right. And Sorry, he's like, I, I did you know watch what I that. Mean. Yeah, he's I, like, you had the right idea. Yeah, but yeah, he's like, you know what I mean. I'm like, I actually don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea what he's talking about. He just has fear in his eyes, but he also is like, she's my date. She's a beautiful blonde. Yeah, he like likes to be a gentleman, as he said before, so he's not going to contradict her. Yeah, um, and yeah. I think it's probably like what you said before, too, is where you just have to get Justin Bobby in a relationship. You have to tell him he's in one, and he'll just be like, oh, I guess. Yeah, I Until, guess. Until so. like, it's annoying, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, there was like just from reading Spencer's Cosmo features after, which I do when I watch these episodes, he did mention that he felt bad for Steph. I think it was during that scene because I think that was the the scene where Steph was like, oh, your boyfriend and girlfriend. I didn't see it personally, but there's been a lot of implication that Steph was sad 
But she said her relationship with Justin Bobby was her favorite thing. Yeah. She didn't like I didn't think she seemed sad. Yeah, she I she didn't genuinely so seemed happy for him. Yeah. Yeah. I think she just likes that she's involved with something. That's true. Yeah. yeah, because she did just bring up, do you hate that I hang out with Justin to Lindsay, which I felt like was kind of out of nowhere. And yeah. that's, that's the next thing and we're going to talk about. And Spencer's like, yeah. here she goes. Yeah. Because that's what she does all the time. Yeah. So the next two things, we're already in them, actually. So there's the vineyard where there's Spencer, Heidi, Justin, Bobby, Lindsay, Stephanie, Jason, and Ashley, like at a wine tasting. And then there's the mansion as well. And I think we can just kind of go through all of the interesting things from those two scenes together. Um, and we already covered the key one. And that was like, I think there may be beef in season two between Lindsay and Stephanie, yeah. possibly based on the scene that you just described. Yeah, I think Steph made sure to set that up so she could get that season two coin. Season two coin. Yeah. <laughs> if indeed Stephanie is going to come back, because remember, she claimed she's not. Yeah, she did. She did say that she's not. I have a feeling that she is, though. And I think that so was too. just like her. I don't know. Throwing yeah, that she was out just there. pulling like a Jay Z, where she's like, "I'm retired, but she's coming back." It's, it's her last album. Yeah. N- nothing. Nothing after this one. Like a share without the glam. Ooh, that's Ooh. perfect. <laughs> so there, there's a couple things that I wanted to mention. Uh, at one point in the mansion, Spencer defends his Spidey pore. Oh yeah, and I like, but they called it something different. But that was at the vineyard, actually. Yeah, the the, the I don't know. What do you call it? A wine expert? Sommelier. Yeah. Oh, God. Such, a, like such a connoisseur. A the wine connoisseur. <laughs> I think those both work. <laughs> Same yeah. thing. He he actually like says it's cool that you do the spidey pour. It that. just means that you like wine. We yeah. did the spidey pour, and, and I've made my way through it almost tonight. Yeah, I'm we did. Done. Uh, we did that because it's what you have to do during a podcast. Yeah. I thought this was pretty funny when Brandon showed up at the mansion. He was lonely. <laughs> and there's no one there. And he just kind of walks in and doesn't know where anybody is. Yeah, and he's just drinking a virgin margarita. And it's just like, oh, man, like now I miss Ashley. But he oh, said that. We've been there. He said that multiple times that it was a virgin margarita. Like, Yeah, well, because they were also like clowning him a little bit after. When yeah, Frankie was making drinking. fun of him. He and holds himself up well, though. Like, yeah, I like that he's made that decision. And he knows what he has to do. And yeah. I think it's cool. Like I, I respect him for it totally. And then, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, like I'm, if there's no alcohol in it. And then Frankie's like, well, you're still drinking your troubles away. Yeah, drinking, yeah. drinking your uh, your sugar troubles away. I know. I love Frankie. He's also wearing um, shorts with pants underneath them during this yeah, scene. That's a very like CrossFit kind of look, you know. I've, I've like never seen that. Like outside of a gym. Yeah, I was life. like, is that like a '90s thing that's coming back? I think well, it's he, like a very like Alexandra Wang health goth kind of look. Oh, you know? I like that description. It's a Dreamcast fan look. Yeah, <laughs> that's how Dreamcast players dress like. Yeah, and if that's how they dress, then I feel like both you guys are gonna start dressing. We're gonna that get way. on board. <laughs> I was super into his Gen Z fashion, to be honest. Next time I see you guys, you're gonna just be dressed <laughs> bucket hats, exactly like Brandon Lee, and I'm gonna just pretend that it was normal i'll be like i won't give you any attention for it i won't be like hey nice sweatshirt i'm looking forward to it yeah (laughs) and you will be like pulling at your shirt constantly trying to show the logo (laughs) yeah no i'm not gonna fall into that um yeah and then we we kind of get more into a little bit of like the drama here so um the drama really is centered around brody's relationship and caitlin is really I think Caitlin's kind of getting the worst of it where there's just a lot of like she's sort of in this place where she's like, do I tell people to stop talking? And then it was almost like 
um, you know, Ashley knew that she shouldn't talk about it anymore. And, and, you know, Caitlin's actually just right there and she just can't hold herself back. She's That's what going. I felt. I felt, I found it so weird. It's like, why do you feel the need to keep like dragging this and I keep just, talking about it? Like normally, a f- normally you're just like, okay, now this person's here. I can hold myself back. That could be normal. I but, think my thing was just like, why does Ashley care? I know. She's like that, that meme with the guy and his veins are popping out of his neck. It's like the one where the guy like it looks like he has to go to the bathroom. Yeah, there's a great story behind that meme. You should look it up. Oh my god, I yeah. gotta, I gotta read the story. But like that's, it's just she can't hold it back. I think she does. Like she does mention at some point, like oh, I come from a more like traditional background, and I guess part of me, and this is my like, wow, there's like, it's like, is she like jealous? Because it was that's just interesting. Like, be, well, like it, I hate to be like, oh, people are jealous and. I don't know what she's thinking. Yeah, but it was just jealousy, like, I think, is one of those words that if when people call me jealous, yeah. I'm just like, no, I'm not. No, I agree. Yeah. But it's just like, why is she so obsessed to the, that like level where she has to keep bringing it up? She's worried about the future of Brody and Caitlin's like hypothetical child coming like, into an unbalanced, unstable home. Brody and Caitlin are so set up that they couldn't actually get married because the paperwork would be probably so complicated yeah. based on and it like, worked out because now Brody's Caitlin's with Miley. Yeah. That's basically what they say too. Like later in the episode, is yeah. that's why it never became official in the U.S. is they didn't want to deal with the paperwork. Brody has tons of money i'm sure caitlin does as well yeah i don't know her her back like family story as well but i'm pretty sure if you're marrying a jenner yeah there's a probably a lot of complication um and who cares like it's like okay sure like he parties he travels i don't know what sort of relationship you're supposed to be in where it's two people that are constantly grounded in the same location at the same time that never have fun or let loose i i just don't understand that it's also like their relationship and their marriage and like we know that eventually looking through the quantum wall it didn't work out but if it was working for them or did work for them for a period of time who is ashley to like tell them yeah. that that's not right and yeah. not cool like it's a, it's not her business is basically yeah. what i took away from i know it. and the fact that the whole episode kind of had to hinge on that was like this is not drama nobody i don't know maybe we're just like <laughs> like maybe we're just like okay we're progressive or something but i was like not interested yeah, and it was kind of like a, a through point of the whole episode. Yeah. Um, there's a few other things that I thought were funny. Like Caitlin talks about her CBD pen and how she had to do multiple doses of it to was, deal yeah. with the anxiety of um, the sort of situation with her and Ashley. Yeah, it was like fair, honestly. And then Justin, Bobby, and Brandon have a bit of a heart-to-heart about Justin Bobby's relationship with Ashley, the Ashley that he was dating, and kind of what that turned into and how it didn't work out. Yeah, and I feel Justin Bobby is probably the person that Brandon just just should not take any advice from and should literally just like... Yeah, like, don't listen to him, man. Yeah. He's still not sure if he's in a relationship with Lindsay. Yeah, like, these two people should not be talking about it. Yeah. (laughs) And the last thing from this episode, um, and this is a bit of a Brampton reference... Uh, Brody and Caitlin decide that they want to leave because like Caitlin's not comfortable. Brody, oh, Brody I wants love to that. It's like, Me too. We're packing up. And Brody says that he wants to dip. He says he wants it. He yeah, went full Brampton. He uses that word, which is like a very Brampton specific vernacular that I grew up hearing all the time yeah. that you don't really hear anymore. Yeah. It's funny because I've definitely been mad at a party and have been like, yo, I'm going to dip. I, I say it. I say it all the time still. Yeah. Like, um, I know. But I thought that was like, a Brampton, Toronto-centric thing. No, it's like, thing. 
I think it spans borders, but I was spans like, borders. Oh, it's spread. Sorry. I feel like the dipping moment though is the time that Caitlin like has truly come out of her shell. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like and I was actually excited to see because she really played almost like a tertiary role. Like she wasn't even secondary. It was like Ashley before was shining above her and she just kinda popped in or out and now she's like, Nope, that's it. I've had it. And she was like, We're leaving, was able to kind of sent her a bit of a plot line around her. And I think she just did a really good job of just being like, nope. She, yeah. she was out. And that's like totally fair because it's like, like both of them made the point, like Brody and Caitlin, why should I hang around with these people who are just talking about me and I don't feel comfortable? It's like yeah. you you can be an adult and remove yourself from the situation. I wouldn't want to hang hang out with people yeah. who are just talking mad shit about me. Especially after, yeah, like the last, like one of the last straws was Caitlin walking by and then Ashley is talking to Jen and she overhears it. And that's when she's like, are you kidding me? And I was like, yeah. Like, are you serious, bro? And it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because like we're in this like murder mystery clue house. And then you go into the other rooms and it's like <laughs> Stephanie and Misha looking at Stephanie's outrageous dress. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I just want to be couture. And it's like no one else is doing that. It's like, I was like, is she wearing a ball gown? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm not being casual. I'm being couture. Meanwhile, yeah, we have Justin, Bobby, and Brandon just talking about being claimed. Then we have, you know, like uh, Whitney's back at home putting her crest white strips on. Yeah, I forgot about that. I wanted to make that reference. Uh, yeah, I love that. She, she loves that sponsored content, and I, I respect it, man. Like, you got to get paid. It's yeah. really tough because there's just so many little tiny moments that were happening and nothing was cohesive. Like this was like a hard one to talk about because we it's just moment, moment, moment. And this like, is episode two now as well. Like it's just jumping from like room to room with different cast members talking about different things. But there's all these like same reoccurring themes, yeah. I think. It all ties back eventually to like it blowing up with like people are talking about Brody and Caitlin's relationship. They're sick of it. They're about to leave. Spencer jumps into a window. Oh, that seems great. Where <laughs> yeah, he's like he's obviously had a few drinks. Yeah. Like but like obviously, yeah. And it's not scripted. And I love that. It was great. I think yeah. the the one kind of like scene changes when they go to a restaurant called Lakita. Uh, was it Lacoria or something? Is that, like that what it is? I think it was Lacoria. Lacoria. Yeah, that was um, right down. The food all looked great. That looked amazing. The tacos. And yeah, and oh, it is- looked like a beautiful table. It looks yeah. so good. Yeah, oh, okay. and this is when Megan uh, shows up. Megan shows up. Uh, I know, thought of you. I, I thought scene. of myself as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, of course, Brandon Lee's final hurrah is a Megan, and I was proud of us Megans. We yeah. always find a way. You guys showed up. We always show up. Megan. And it was just so funny the way that it was all kind of set up, where Jen was like, "Oh, you can take my seat." And Brandon's like, why? But like, yes, not, you know, like yeah. <laughs> that was like a fun moment because like we've been in those situations with friends and we're just like, oh, like he, he wanted to sit beside my cute single friend. He, he, bye. <laughs> like, he was so into yeah. it too. And he was trying to pretend like he wasn't. Oh my God. He was so into it. He was so sad. He's being like uh, emo, sad yeah. Patrick sitting at the table. Oh, and then he's like, I'm so overwhelmed with all this drama. And Megan's like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, that was actually a says line. Well, we know we'll talk about his pickup line in a moment. Yeah, that's some good stuff that's coming. The smoothest move that I can think of. So I think the other thing from the restaurant that's worth mentioning is Caitlin at one point says that everybody's kind of a lesbian. Yeah, and 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 I think that was some foreshadowing. I think so. Like Stephanie's like, no, like I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and that's basically. Yeah, I, I love that moment. Stephanie's like, no, I'm not. And then Caitlin's kind of like, what? And I was also kind of like, what? 
what do you mean not everyone's a lesbian? (laughs) (laughs) There's an interesting uh, turn of phrase. So moving on from that, different cast members are at different places in the house. So like we have the fire pit and Brandon and Megan, a new character, Mm -hmm. seem to be hitting things off. Adrena shows up as well at the like final hour. Yeah. What was interesting about Adrena showing up was she was just like another side of the coin. Yeah. It was like everyone's talking about you should be married or not married or it's important to define things or I'm defining this. And she's like, I went down the path of what you guys thought works in terms it of didn't marrying the person that you have a child with. Now I show my bank account statements. Yeah. It was kind of cool to see that flip side. Yeah. And she was saying that like, so she was married for, I think, seven months yeah. or eight months, roughly. Less and than a year. The process of getting divorced has taken longer than the amount yeah. of time she was married for. Yeah. yeah. And that was where, um, when uh, she actually, I uh, was like, oh, Ryan's coming tomorrow. And I like points at Brody is like, he's currently with Avril. <laughs> yeah. They, they were like f- recording a song or he's like on tour with on her. On tour. Or he's like going on tour with Avril and like points to Brody. It's I like, think he wrote songs on her new album. Oh, that's nice. Yes. So I don't know why he would need to be on tour for that. Inspiration, perhaps? A reason to leave the house. <laughs> he didn't want to go to a zoo that week? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he finished a zoo tour. He wanted, so. <laughs> he wanted to talk to people and not animals. What level of tour like do you think Avril's at? Like, is she back to intimate venues? Is uh, she at zoos? Yeah, I'm not sure because she, I think she had some health issues for a while, and then that's yeah. why. So she slowly yeah, she had Lyme back. disease. So she yeah. has yeah. a new album that came out in the last couple months. Um, I think it was probably moderately successful. Like, I, I think I saw her really? tweeting that it was like doing well on iTunes. I don't know how important that is to. Yeah. Like album sales and um, stats. How and stuff. important is it to be the 700th yeah. most popular podcast? Like she's 650? <laughs> I mean, it's very important. She's doing extremely well. The album was very well reviewed because of her iTunes ranking alone. Of that's course. all that matters. She was. The, I knew she had number one songs on iTunes at one point. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, that's actually huge. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, yeah, just make another girlfriend single. She probably does amphitheater tours. Okay. That so, would be my guess. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I was wondering if she was. Back to more of the club level or like, you know, like more of an opera house level. I would go to an Avril Lavigne concert. I would too. Of course I would. I mean, I'll tell you guys this. I'm not interested. I, I feel... <laughs> really? <laughs> that was the best way to phrase it. I just don't... I don't think I'm available that night. <laughs> I love how you weren't even like, I'm going to come early with you guys. And you're just like, I'm not interested. <laughs> I want to I wanna hear yeah, complicated I want to see life. her in Sum 41. That would be a sick tour. Yeah. I don't know if they can do that. It wasn't there a divorce. But the, yeah. it was a an amicable split in their friends. A conscious now. uncoupling. A con- yeah, sorry, a conscious uncoupling. They're friends now. Yeah, I believe that about them. Yeah. Okay. So that was cool. So um, we there's ha- there's the Brandon <laughs> stuff that we should talk about. Where? <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. Wait. Brandon also is the guy that like gets the couch. Yes, he got the couch instead. Yeah, of- like there was no other rooms in this giant murder mansion. So is that because he's single that's why he didn't get a room um sometimes that happens where it's like oh you know the couples get the first dibs on bedrooms and then the poor single people have to sleep on the couch or make do with other things which is kind of unfair in the big picture i think people should be a little bit more open to that but i feel like he's the kind of guy that's like i like this couch yeah probably honestly i kind of got that vibe because i was like i feel like this house is big enough to have like 30 rooms there's probably a room and he was like fuck that i want to watch spongebob i want to watch spongebob till i fall asleep yeah so um spongebob was his kryptonite it was and it worked with megan and megan left with his clothes 
Yeah, yeah that it. was the interesting twist. So I, I okay, this was the uh, episode where everyone brought out their designer best. We had some Balenciaga, some Dior references, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but specifically, Justin, or specifically Brandon was wearing some really cool digs and he doesn't have them anymore. Not made by Sega or the Dreamcast. No, it was his Balenciaga sweatshirt. So you think she stole it and like sold it on Kijiji? Just or like something? kind of power moved it and was like, I'm taking these now. Yeah. Mine. That would be sick. Yeah. That's what she you have did. to come pick them up. <laughs> you have to come pick them up. <laughs> yeah. I have your sweatshirt at my house. Here's my address. You have to come get it. So I was wondering what SpongeBob episode was playing while all this went down. I have never watched SpongeBob before. It seems like. Is it like Ren and Stimpy? Sort of. Honestly, yeah, kind of. Not quite as like weird. Yeah. I've seen many SpongeBob episodes. Like I'll freely admit that. Yeah, not as dirty. Yeah. A little more friendly. Um, probably like there's this childlike innocence to SpongeBob. Yeah. Although, but it's like very like on point humor. It's hard to explain. Like adults can like it. It's kind of like um like a Disney Pixar movie. Yeah. In the way where like it can appeal to kids, but then there's like. I don't want to say dirtier, but like an, another layer to it that only adults would get, like specific jokes for adults. Yeah. I'm not a cartoon person, so like I don't have... Yeah, I think that's, that's fair. fair. Yeah. Yeah. I will just say that he was watching the Hoi Moi episode. <laughs> oh my God. He's watching Hoi Moi. So that, <laughs> now it. I know why that happened. I, that's the one. I don't know how one could control themselves. It's just the way it goes. Yeah, so then we kind of get into... Um, prepping for the big ceremony while cast members continue to kind of drama around and yeah kind of figure themselves out so they do manage to convince caitlin and uh, brody to stay and so we kind of get into um you know first we have i, I think it's like working towards a positive re- resolution and we talked a little bit about how um, it's really strange to end on such a positive, strange note. Yeah, at the very end of the episode, definitely things end positively, which I didn't think was going to happen. Um, and I mean, towards the end, right before the vow renewal, Kate, Caitlin and Brody kind of decide that they're going to um, ignore the rumors that are swirling around and just try to like enjoy the evening. But then Jason like, and Ashley in a separate scene are like, we want to talk to them about the things that we've been saying behind their back. Yeah, and now Ashley them, was like, I want the smoke. I want to say them to their faces and see what happens. But it's so strange to me why they feel this need to just... I don't get it. Like, I, I truly don't understand. Like, I think Jason's just like going along with it. Like, I don't think he really yeah. cares. I think he actually was because he agreed with her like, oh, let's like talk oh, about it. Oh, he did. Yes, you're yeah, right. Yeah, but maybe he doesn't understand the scale of like the shit talking that Ashley was actually doing. Yeah, um, I just don't know why Ashley cares. Like, yeah, but she even said, like, why do they care what we're saying? It's like, because it's just annoying that people are talking about you. Because you're talking you. shit for, like, no reason. Yeah, and it's just, like, not nice. It's like, like even if I didn't like someone, if I wasn't close with them, I wouldn't want them to be, like, yeah. talking about I, me. Yeah, I, I truly don't understand yeah, it. Keep um, my name out your mouth. <laughs> that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, and so we start with um, Spencer and um, Steph having their heart-to-heart, and then he's like, you smell too much like perfume, I won't hug you. Is This this is right before the vow renewal, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. a sweet moment. Yeah, it was really but it sweet. was, like, really cute, and they were just kind of, you know, reconciling-ish. Um, and then he always just has to draw the line to be yeah. like, it's almost like his way of being like, hey, we're cool, but, like, we're not going to be not- that good that cool yeah yeah and he he did mention in his uh cosmo follow-up 
um he was like yeah i wondered how genuine she was being and she's gonna talk shit next week but he was like i still feel warm from that moment that was nice i love to see people reconcile even if it doesn't last and yeah. then heidi's mom shows up which yes. i thought was really sweet yeah. and she was more darlene darlene was just like i don't have any advice for you because you should be giving me advice and i thought that was a really sweet little nod to her daughter to say like you've been you've done a good job with your relationship yeah and then i think there's like a little montage of spencer and heidi sort of clips of their relationship from the original hills like how they met things that happened on that series then moving on to things in the current series so like their little anniversary date on the boat (laughs) tennessee's at the door looking at us he'd like back in the fishbowl he has a hot take (laughs) he knows we're in here he has he has thoughts he's real my dog is a wild animal look at him (laughs) His little coyote. Um, yeah, I thought it was cute. Like I had in my notes, like young Spencer. Yeah, I know. It's just like, oh, that's young Spencer. And it's weird to say that when you watch the original Hills and Spencer was the baddie. And you're like, oh my God, Spencer and, and Heidi are the worst. And now they're my favorite characters. But I know a few Hills fans who can't really reconcile with that. And they're all just like, how? Yeah, it's it's kind of, it's hard to, in a way, come to terms with the fact that they're they're not really the villains anymore. You know what I mean? No, like they, they are the stars. They're, in a way, the stars of the show now. Or they're an example of a couple that has really... Like, they're the stars in a sense that, like, they've made it through together for the longest time. They've been through hard times and good times. They actually have worked through the reality machine. They understand the ins and outs of it. They've almost got... They know it so well that I feel like they almost have a bit more control over it oh, than totally. everyone else. Yeah. And um, like every, basically the TLDR of every Spencer Cosmo article is, you know, people just need to get with the reality TV aspect of it. You have to just open up and people are going to talk about you and just own it. So they really own the narrative. I do think it's also fascinating that they're still together. Um, yeah. And that like the wedding and the relationship was never fake. Like it, it was, it's been 12 years that they've been together. So it's quite obviously real. Yeah. Um, and they made it work and they figured it out. And anyone who watched the original Hills and knew the way Spencer was portrayed on the show and probably even Heidi to an extent probably wouldn't have been able to predict that. Yeah. That like this many years later, they're still together. They seem really happy. They have a child together. Yeah. Um, Spencer seems like he's chilled out. Like, I, like yeah, the things he's definitely he, chilled out. Yeah. The things he said on the Hills and why I didn't like it was he was like pretty like he was quite mean to like to Lauren and the way he would he would like admonish Heidi for hanging out with Lauren, her best friend for years. So it's like, of course people aren't necessarily going to like you, but now it's been so many years. They're not friends anymore. And it seems like he's grown up a lot. They've grown up a lot together. And it's like, yeah. And I feel like I just kept in my notes being like, oh, they're so cute. Yeah. Um, As a couple, I was like the montage. I was obsessed with it. The vow renewal ceremony. It's like this outdoor thing. It was really cute. All of their friends were there. I yeah. think every single cast member was It was so Shakespearean. Was yeah, it was. <laughs> Shakespearean. We talk about Shakespeare sometimes on this podcast, yeah. and I feel that it was a very Shakespearean ending. It was a very Shakespearean ending. So the one thing that threw me off, though, there's a couple of things, but the first thing, I was like, was that Ryan Cabrera? Yep, the yeah, whiffle's there. In my notes, <laughs> OMG, the whiffle is there. He, he has a five-foot whiffle. He just, he's... like, snuck in from the back. Again, he was there with um, Audrina, kept holding his hand during all of the emotional parts of the ceremony they're just friends though yeah and it's 
it's a great friend to have. I think that Ryan's going to take that emotional experience and he's going to channel it into his next performance for the Panda Bears at the Toronto Zoo. Yeah, that will be there first and early. Yeah, he had to he had to feel something and be like, oh, yes, human emotion. To create art, right? I can channel this, yeah. I can harness this and make a song for the pandas. And then the other thing that I wanted to mention from the vow renewal is it was so cute and so moving that even Justin Bobby... He was brought to tears. That was, was the brought number to one tears. takeaway. And he said, what did he say? He said, "It's he's what really gets him is that crazy nostalgic love that nobody can touch. Yeah, and I was like... That's a pretty good quote like from him, and it kind of makes sense. I kind of knew what he was referencing, yeah. though, because it, it was like they were kind of reflecting and looking forward on their relationship while they were like saying their vows, and it was like really nice. Like It was a lovely ceremony, and... I think everyone gets a little teary at weddings. I got a little teary at Pat's wedding. Yeah, I know. It was really nice. But I'm glad you guys got it, Megan and Pat, because I was like, wait, nostalgic for what? <laughs> Who's oh, nostalgic? for like that type of relationship. Yeah. Where you... But Justin Bobby's a badass biker that can't be tied yeah. down. But the fact that he said, that's the shit I yearn for, I was like, damn, Justin. That was like the realest well, thing it's he like ever you, said. You can have that if you put a little bit more of yourself into things. And don't just like fall into relationships. <laughs> and listen to your dad for advice. Yeah, I know. But yeah, my, my boy, Pastor Sean, really uh, really brought everyone together. Oh, that, that, yeah, they said his name too. Yeah, like, Pastor Sean. He didn't have a last name. His name was just Pastor Sean. Yeah. <sighs> he had a very like um, youth pastor vibe to him a little bit. Yeah, he's like a cool pastor. He's just like nice glasses. Cool pastor. Yeah. yeah that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> Um, but I thought like he did a good job. It was like a nice, nice ceremony. It was a really nice yeah. ceremony. Yeah, like um, Heidi looked super happy. They did. They both looked yeah. extremely happy. It was really sweet. And then we went to the after party. Yes, I love that after party. And it, my favorite was like Misha and Steph talking, and Steph is clearly drunk, and she's like, "Oh my god." You're Dior. You're just channeling Dior. Yeah. And then with her accent, like yeah. in full swing as and well. And then Misha's like, "Why Dior?" Um, I have nothing on me that's Dior, and just like put her in her place, but like in a like, why? And she's like, "You're just you've just got pretty, you know." Like, just was there something wrong with Dior? <laughs> it was like, no, it's just like no, it's just like kind of posturing. Like she's like an annoying little puppy, yeah. like acting like my ki- my wild coyote out there, and then her being like like sit stay. Yeah, like, <laughs> I love that. I thought the party was kind of cool because like all of the beefs seemed to have been squashed right and they're all yeah. it, it was a very chill atmosphere at least the way the show portrayed it yeah so we had the reunion of justin bobby and arjuna yep they, they had a they, little talk they had a talk they figured it out they realized that like they can still be friends yeah it was just like yeah arjuna like was honest about her feelings and justin actually listened to her and uh, like the fact that he sincerely apologized which is always the most important thing it was great. So I'm glad they can be friends. Although I also love um, Lindsay and Steph in that moment coming out of what? Like, I don't know, a curtain? And Lindsay being like, I like your friends. You're all fucked up. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> that was a, a very Shakespearean little moment. Like they were the wood nymphs, like spying yeah. and like. Yeah, like Rosencrantz and Guildenstein. Gil- <laughs> yeah, yeah Guildenstern, I yeah. think it is. Is it, or is it Steen? I don't, I don't know. know. It's been a long time. Ugh. Is The Hills New Beginnings just written by Shakespeare? <laughs> Is it just like a plot line stolen right yeah. from A Tale as Old as Time? We should oh just we God. should get our masters together and then we can do a thesis. Yeah, we could do a thesis on how The Hills New Beginnings <laughs> is uh, the new Shakespeare. I'll take one third of a diploma. 
Yeah. Yeah, we can share it. Yeah. And then we'll be like mean girls where we just like rip in. We're like, this belongs to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then on my email signature, it'll also be like... Dr. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doctor in reality TV. I think that's a PhD, so we can just go go for that. Yeah, why not? There's also a gossip showdown between Caitlin and Ashley. That's what I put in my notes. I called it a gossip showdown. I think that Caitlin handled it so well. Like you could see, first of all, Caitlin's outfit was beautiful. Like on point. She just dresses. She has that very LA casual beautiful like i'm not trying so hard but i've clearly put i've i I am trying just down to a t like everything about her is actually pretty perfect like i think she's just really well put together and you could see in her face just this like i can't even believe i'm entertaining this conversation and what i find so frustrating about that whole convo and i'm just going on a mini rant right now is that ashley actually put her in a position where she had to tell something really private about herself to get her to stop talking. And I just think that's really unnecessary. Like people shouldn't be backed into being like, no, Brody and I, Brody does sleep with other women, but I'm in control and I'm there. And that's great for them. And that's nobody's business. But Ashley's annoying prodding and annoying gossip just got her to the point to be like, I don't even care that you care about me. Like, what do you, what do you hear protecting? I just like, I'm okay. Like I'm the one in control here. Every time she brings that up, Ashley, I just don't like, I don't understand why she gives a shit. Like I don't Yeah, it's not even it. a friend. Like you're not close with her. Like I, I don't understand why you care and feel the need to like. There are, sh- there are protective them. people out there that feel that they need to kind of be the shepherd over but it's like someone like Caitlyn does kind of seem like she knows. Yeah. yeah. She's like, fine. She, she looks straight up said that too. That like she knows it's happening. She's aware of it. She's cool with it. Yeah. yeah. And she's in control of it. And she's there. And then had to, like the way that it came about though, I felt was just really unfair. It's almost like when you, when people get outed. Yeah. And it was annoying because Ashley the whole time was so entitled to what like to her her point of view yeah Yeah, like caitlin was like yeah i'm in control like this is our situation and then like the thing that stood out was like ashley goes oh well there you go that's it and i'm like like as if something was solved and it was like nothing was solved you were just completely annoying and there was nothing like no one had to tell you anything you just had to respect their boundaries and like you just made this problem up in your mind and ran with it for like four episodes yeah and then at the end she just kind of repositioned herself to be like i just was worried that you were being taken advantage of by brody who is off you know yeah, womanizing because you don't understand like and it's just like sorry that you're so normy that you don't understand how this works like you could have googled all this yeah there's yeah, BDS, answers, there's like, yeah there's like message boards you can figure yeah, it out like you can go on reddit there's yeah. probably Quora. Yeah. yeah. There's an expert here to provide help for you. Probably someone with a PhD. Yeah. A reliable so academic source. There are reliable academics. You can call them. You can ask. Can you call people in Quora? Um, no, you can call reliable academics <laughs> anytime. You don't you have can to call do it through a, a platform. A woman study PhD. Yeah, I'm sure they love to tell you. And you could have solved this any other way but the way you did. I also am pretty sure there's a podcast about it. There's a it's, podcast about everything. But you yeah. know what that podcast is probably has 
you know, is not in the top 700, it's probably above that. So it'd be harder to find. It's probably in the top like 2000 or something like that. It'd be really difficult to find, but you'd have to like try different keywords. Yeah. But we support like any podcast that is like up and coming as like one who is top 700. So hopefully we were once (laughs) where you were. Yeah. (laughs) But anyone can get to the top with hard work. We remember what that was like. Yeah. Um, and then towards the end of this vow renewal party, Heidi performs glitter oh, and glory. And was that amazing. was when I actually, I, so I was watching this really late. It's so funny because Pat was, this is actually our lives as we've been really intense and like it's so boring to talk about this but pat was actually in a different time zone in california and i was watching it at like 1 30 in the morning or something eastern time and he was pacific time and he's like why are you still awake and i'm like because i need to finish this for our podcast tomorrow and it was this moment that I was like, it was like an awakening. And I was like, yes, girl. And I was like, yes. <laughs> it was like, I was so like kind of jotting notes down on my phone about things that we were going to talk about. And then when I saw her, I was like, Heidi, you are everything. I'm so obsessed with you. This performance is amazing. You are such, like you go for it and you do it. You're I'm so happy for her. <laughs> I'm so happy for her. And Spencer's face, his he just was so happy and everyone else was just like kind of like secondary embarrassing it. They were really just uncomfortable. Yeah, like, oh, I don't know who it was. Someone was just like, I don't think she's saying that I for think real. it was uh, Whitney. Yeah, Whitney. Whitney. Yeah, it's just like, live your best life. Do the choreography. She's do your thing. She's still doing the choreography, I know. right? Like, like I'm still not going to do that. I'm and not going to perform Brandon like that. was just like, I can't even handle this, but <laughs> Megan's a great dancer. <laughs> He's was just like, yeah. Megan was just killing it. I'm like, I, yeah, like we know yeah. what happened with Megan and SpongeBob last night. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then you know what he you know what he's one of those people that's like if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all and he thought of something nice to say so he did yeah so much respect but i just loved heidi's performance i love her spirit i love how she just goes for what she wants and she's proud of herself like if she heard any negative comments i feel like she wouldn't even be bothered because she'd she's be like anyways i'm to gonna keep going with this yeah I know. I was super. I was and like I was super happy to see her thriving. And it's like, oh, ten years later, like Heidi's living her best life. Spidey is living their best life. I also love the song. Yeah, I can't stand the song. <sighs> We're gonna change that, Pat. I hope it grows on me. Like I always tee up, like oh, I can't hang out tonight with some of my friends. I have to record the podcast, and like I talk about Heidi. I get a lot of comments saying, oh, do you know Body Language was a banger? Like when Heidi released that. So she's a talented musician. We we may have an analysis at some point on uh, Heidi's music career. Ooh, yeah, we're gonna have like a few like shorts coming up yeah. so that we can kind of, you know, sustain ourselves in our new and noteworthy until season two. So um, look out for that, listeners. We're gonna do some deep dives for shorter periods of time. In general, I thought it was really cool that the show ended on a positive note. Like that's not something you see from reality TV. There's always conflict or like some kind of cliffhanger, but like it was a very nice kind of almost like a bookend to every single um, conflict on the show. Everybody's happy. There's like this kind of montage of people partying. Yeah, people are dancing. It seemed like they were really dancing too. It was just like, oh, I feel like, like, you know, I was like, oh, I'm back at Pat's wedding, but I'm like partying to Blink-182. <laughs> like, that would be our montage. What I thought was, I think, Pat, you were the one that said it. You were like, oh, it was, or maybe it was you, Jess. Um, 
I forgot who, but acknowledging the cameras is yeah, very, really strange. Just, yeah. So it was you, Jess. So um, they were um, dancing, but like looking at the cameras and having so much fun. And it was like, if we talk about that quantum wall and that going away, it actually was a true moment of this is a reality show, but now we're just kind of posing and having fun. And, you know, when you're at a wedding and the photographer is there and all your, you make sure you're in the photo with the bride or you're just like, you know, posing with your friends. It was really interesting to see that in a reality show dynamic. Yeah, I really love that. And a lot of hairography happening. Which hairography. I love. A lot of hairography. Yeah, that's when you know you're having a good time because I know when I'm like, it's like last call. I'm flipping my hair everywhere. I'm like going to take out someone's eye. I, yeah, I just start like, like kind of putting my fingers through my hair and just like pulling my hair back, that. just like acting like this is a really good look. And then I look at photos later. Yeah, and I'm like, what was I doing? But the yeah, hair I like Katie Lang or something. <laughs> no, yeah, that's why I felt like it was real because Audrina and Heidi were like feeling themselves with the hairography, and I'm like, this is real. You can't fake that feeling. Yeah, and Audrina's like drinking from the bottle, like the rock star chick that we know that she is because yes. she's so cool. She's it's like, cool. She was like back to, and her hair, her hairography was probably the best one it was on point it was cute like the whole thing i kept being like love them love this my notes are just like cuteness <laughs> cuteness and then we go into i guess just like kind of like splices into what we've learned from from that so what did we learn from this season like what did we learn from the season of the show or just from doing our show i guess it could be either yeah um, okay, so I can I, I guess I'll I'll start. Sure. So what did I learn from doing this show is that podcasts take a whole lot of work. But I feel like it's one of the things that I'm really proud of because I think we really killed it and I feel like I couldn't have asked for a better podcast team for this season because we're we truly have very similar work ethic, very similar amount that we want to put into something and I really enjoyed working with you guys on this. This has been an amazing and fun season. And yeah, totally agree with you, Megan. I like I didn't realize how much like, of course, I was like, yeah, of course, you have to set up the audio. And Pat takes so much time editing this. Shout out to Pat. Um, and we storyboard every week. We read the literature to make sure that we're informed. It's a lot of work. The literature. I yeah, like that, yeah. <laughs> reading the literature, the media. Um, so for me, just like watching the show, I was like, everything can be solved or like most things can be solved at least with like an honest and open conversation just honesty that is a great that's, it. that's great that's great because yes. i'm like half these problems i'm like three episodes when you could have just had the one conversation and they're like all right beef squash and i'm like that was it yeah but you know it's a reality show you got to drag it a little bit i understand i think i learned just like truly how much work goes into a podcast and like i think what we do is a very casual conversation style of podcast yeah so i can only imagine like the editing and like the planning and stuff that goes into stuff that yeah. like, imagine you're doing like cereal oh my god well that was god. the exact point where when we were in the new and noteworthy next to some more of the like, the like C- deeper investigative, investigative pieces, cbc like, podcast yeah and, and i was like it's like it was almost like more of us just laughing to be like oh yeah. we are the scrappy team the little engine that could but we are nothing compared to that amount of work because for us to have this conversation and to take it serious i feel like it's something that you do have to dedicate time to definitely making podcasts are those jokes that you know friends always have that are like yeah we're so funny we should have a podcast it's 
it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. A lot of consistency. Yeah, a lot um, of consistency, and even coming into it to be like confident enough to do it. Because I know even coming in sometimes, I'm a little bit nervous, being like, "Am I going to say something weird? Probably yeah. will, but I got to yeah. accept that and run with it." That's a good. That's also a good point too. Like, not only do you have to work on your your readiness with your content and research, then you have to be able to go on and just talk keep talking yeah. and realize that you might fumble and things might be awkward and then start to be okay with that. And we have a pretty substantial audience now of people that are listening every week, right? So we're not just speaking into a vacuum. There's actual people listening. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like you guys make it easier for me. Like me and Pat? Yeah. Oh, that's so great. So it's what we're here for you know what yeah like i'm just gonna say <laughs> it. I don't turned care. Into, like this whole time all of my friends are like wow it's so great to listen to a a podcast where there's no male <laughs> ego and like you're not being talked over and like the balance is so beautiful and that's <laughs> like yeah you know we're number one and like this is what we're here for we're, we're here to best. lift you up we're here to lift you up we're right here to we're win if you're if you're feeling low it's because my presence you're alone <laughs> <laughs> the real podcast are the friends we made along the way. In all seriousness, no, seriousness though, like I think I think we should be proud of like what we accomplished in ten episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and I super stand to be the like, top seven hundred podcasts. There are so many podcasts out there. There's so many, and like a lot of people are just like, oh, after listening to your podcast, I would love to start my own. And it's like, We're like good yeah. luck. It's a lot of work. Thank you. Yeah. Trying to get ND mattress to sponsor yours. You gotta have a superstar team. <laughs> Also, I stand that we were talking for a full five minutes about how great we are. Yeah. We worked for this. We've been so humble. <laughs> we just need to get it out there. Yeah. We've really been like so humble trying to be politically correct, making sure that we weren't throwing any cast members that might want to star on our show under the bus just in case they would want to come on. We have held it together for that many weeks and now it's time for us to just have a spidey pour and be like yeah we're nearly done we our spidey pour this is season two right we might have cast members on we have like oh, i yeah. know in between seasons we have some plans for short episodes <laughs> that we mentioned earlier yeah we're not well. done you're no. not done with us yeah we're not the rest is still unwritten so we won't be back next week because this is the last episode of season one but we'll be back for season two obviously whenever that airs there's no airing date yet and in between seasons, we're going to be doing short little episodes focused on different things, like Megan mentioned before. We have a bunch of interesting ideas. I won't give them away. They're going um, to be cool and noteworthy. Yeah, we may have some guests. They're definitely going to be new and noteworthy. Um, uh, so keep keep an eye out for that. Uh, be sure to follow the pod on social media at Hills underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can also listen to the podcast on every platform out there, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, and more. If you're an Apple Podcast user, give us a five-star review. Let us know what you liked about the podcast. So we can stay as highly ranked as we are. We got to keep in the top 700, right? <laughs> we have to. That's the goal. That's the equilibrium. We also have an email and written thehillspodcast at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with us for ad opportunities, suggestions, or most importantly, birthday shout outs. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's a wrap on season one of The Hills and The Unwritten Podcast. Alleluia. Thank you all for listening. Oh, if you are, I don't know. Yeah, do you guys have a title yet? I've like loosely said that's my boyfriend. Oh, Alto snap. I'm enjoying my time with Lindsay and I haven't felt like this with somebody in a long time. Has the zebra lost its stripes? He's basically running and they're blurry. 
I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs>